Welcome to the uh, inaugural episode of Vulgar Tech. It's it's funny how often we've used inaugural here on Rivopolis, but uh, I feel like there's no reason to stop now. Uh, I am Reverend Mitch. I am a uh, lifelong uh, tech person, a uh, bit of a nerd, bit of a geek, um, although I feel like those terms have been uh, co-opted by uh, those who read a lot of comic books and uh, play a lot of video games, and I don't necessarily do those things. I, I don't actually read any comic books. Um, I'm, I'm the classic, I sit at the computer and, and play with things kind of nerd. Uh, in the 80s, I was mocked heavily, and now... If I had focused on it a little more and not been so worried about being a nerd, I'd probably be a millionaire right now. But I, I, uh, I backed away from that, as it were. Started programming. I'm um, a comedy at 64 when I was uh, about eight years old, and I have forgotten all of that knowledge. Uh, around my late teens, I started making websites, and uh, so now I'm a web design and uh, uh, front end and back end sort of uh, design slash programmer. More of a designer than a programmer. But that's uh, kind of my wheelhouse, and I know a lot of other tech things because, again, I'm, I'm a geek and I'm into a lot of tech stuff. My co-host here on Vulgar Tech is Alex Mandelberg, who's uh, a self-proclaimed tech uh, – what what's idiot. the word? Idiot. Tech idiot. I try not to say the word idiot because you, no, you just I, don't I, know. I can say it about myself. I, I, am, I am a dinosaur. I still use ch- – I still write checks. Yeah, uh, he doesn't like shopping bills. online. I don't like shopping online. Um, I u- usually, anytime I'm doing anything involved in a computer, it usually involves at some point knocking on your door and asking, can you help me with insert the rest of what I need to do on my computer? Sure. Okay. So uh, the idea of, of vulgar tech is uh, is kind of twofold. Uh, one is uh, by by way of the fact that it's called vulgar tech. Uh, this this ain't your mama's tech podcast. Uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about uh, subjects that are maybe not mainstream. I'm, there's going to be a lot of cursing. This is not meant for children. This is for grown ass adults. But it's also ideally not uh, specifically for extremely tech-minded people. Uh, I find that a lot of podcasts that are tech-minded sometimes even go over my head, and sometimes I try to share something with a friend who's not tech-minded, and they're just like, I, I don't understand why I'm really, I have no idea what they're talking about. Uh, Alex, representing the sort of common man in this scenario, uh, he he will have a lot of questions when we go over topics, and uh, that's where discussions happen. So uh, I hope this experiment will work out well. I feel good about it. Uh, let's get it started then. <clears throat> this uh, this week, I believe it was this week. It, it could very well have been. Uh, yeah, I think it was within the last week or so. It was uh, it was revealed that uh, if you're on a, if you're on a Mac and you're using the Safari web browser. There is a way, there is a database file deep within your system that logs every URL you visited, regardless of whether or not you are in, quote-unquote, privacy mode. And uh, what's funny to me is really when these things come out, um, I don't know how long Safari has been doing this. Maybe since version 1.0, maybe 
maybe it was just recently, but it's funny that just just this week somebody's like, hey, I figured this thing out. And it's like, <laughs> oh, everybody wants to talk about it. And you go like, well, it's been there forever. It's clearly such a low-level geek thing to do because you also need an SQLite browser to view it. Well, that was the kind of thing that you I was know. curious about because when, when I, I was reading through the story a little bit, Mm-hmm. And what I was noticing was you had to be what what the term that I've learned from you talking to me, you had to be a power user to be able to find these uh, these this file that was storing where you were going when you were uh, in privacy mode. Correct. Yeah, yeah. essentially. I mean, so, uh, with that being uh, yeah. said, I know that like because here's the thing. I think we can all admit from the beginning uh, privacy mode is for porn. Uh, well, well, we'll get to that in a we'll, moment. We'll get to that in a moment. But everybody's gone to some site, usually porn, in privacy mode, where you've been like, "Oh, what was that site again?" But you can't check your history because uh, you know you're in privacy mode or whatnot. So this is a way for power users to be able to check their history, <laughs> which a is kind of cool, and b it's like here's the thing: like this is what was this is what for an old school guy like me, what was kind of fun about having porn like hard porn mm-hmm. was that you had to hide said porn and so like in that way there's something kind of cool about the fact that if you're using safari in privacy mode like you still got to hide it underneath the mattress but not the mattress in your room the mattress in the guest room that's really just a day bed for people because it's in the studio ah day bed sure you know. sure but there's something kind of fun about that yeah, I mean, the thing is, I mean, I, I understand, I mean, I fully 100% understand why people are like, oh, shit, there's a place where it, it logs the things I've been doing. That's that's totally understandable. It's I, I, Where I say it's funny to me because, again, no one mentioned this until, like, this week. And it's like, well, okay, so you can at least see, I understand everyone's concerns, and I'm not trying to say like, oh, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to be Mr. Apple Defender. I do like Apple products a great deal, but if when they make a fuck up, I will be, I will be more than happy to admit, like, oh, that was a fuck up. I call you a member of the Apple tribe, but I will even say I've heard you say that Apple's messed some things up. Yeah, they, they absolutely, and I, I'm not. I, I think they do a lot of things right, and I think that's it, it's unfortunate. Well, well, just throughout these episodes, yeah. you'll hear me making a lot of pro Apple statements. Uh, I think they do a lot of things right. I'm a fan in in regards to the things they do right. And I think that uh, by and large they get things right that other companies kind of go, well, we could do it that way, but we want to be first to market, so fuck it. Let's just cut our losses. Apple doesn't care about necessarily being first to market, but uh, when they fuck up – and in this case, this is a weird fuck up. This is a weird security hole where it's like – you expect that there will not be any history of what you're doing in a private browsing mode. That's what you expect. And in that regard, it shouldn't keep a database of those things. Uh, that said, we, we, you and I have talked about this offline. We'll talk about it here on the show. Because privacy mode, yes, is essentially porn mode. <laughs> like most people refer to that. I think you'd get fired if you said that out loud at Apple. Pretty well, sure. Quick, quick answer. By all means. By all quick, means. A, quick question out of curiosity. Uh, would I, if you told me nothing about it, be able to find oh, this, no. this, this browser thing for uh, – no. I wouldn't be able to find it. I mean, it's not, it's not hidden insofar as um, – actually, no. It's funny because there is a recent change that they made in the last um, – let's see. I'm on uh, – 
fucking Yosemite now, I believe. Yeah, uh, I've, I'm losing track <laughs> of there. I'm losing track. So I'm on Yosemite before this was Mountain Lion, before this was Lion, before that was, ooh, I want to say Tiger. Oh, God, I'm, yeah, I can't really, believe it. You I really know. have drank the Apple Kool-Aid. Huh? Yeah, no, it, well, they, that's how they name the releases. They name them after big cats. Um <laughs> And then they start. Oh, there was Mavericks. I'm sorry. It was Leopard. It was. No, it was sorry. Yosemite. Like a big pussy. It was Yosemite. Right. It's Yosemite right now. Prior to this was Mavericks. Prior to that was Snow Leopard. Prior to that was Leopard. And then I think, like I said, Tiger. I, I don't remember. I'd have to look back. But um, uh, th- somewhere around, I want to say somewhere around the time they switched to Lion, where everything was App Store, and it was like, oh, you got to use the App Store, and they they preferred you use the App Store, and on default computers, if you go to launch an application that you didn't download from the App Store, you have to type in a password. It's a big pain in the ass. Yeah. Uh, I turned it off on your computer here in the <laughs> office because I can't fucking deal with that shit. Uh, I understand why they do it, but even still, uh, it's annoying for you know power users. Um, somewhere around that time, they hid what was called the home library folder. You have two different libraries. You have your system library, which I think is still hidden by default. And then you've got your home library folder, which is specific to your account. Now, this is in the home library folder. So you won't actually ever see that folder. It's not impossible to find. It's You could just type in go to folder and type in the name of the folder and but, it'll show it to you. But it's a power user thing. Yeah, absolutely. You, won't, you wouldn't power. find it browsing around on your computer, no. And even if you found it, you'd have no way to read it. And that's why you'd use what's called an SQLite browser, which is like a database program. So, so for the, the light user at home who's like, my wife knows less about the computer than me. So if I'm looking at porn, I don't need to worry that my wife is going to accidentally stagger across my history that I thought was hidden of g- giant amounts of porn. This is true, yes. Uh, the exception to that, of course, is if your wife has uh, one of the – this is ha- this this is the kind of thing, yeah. Because you know your wife's got like a male friend she's known for a while oh, that shit, may yeah, have even yeah. drunkenly tried to sort of propose to her just before you got married. Oh, shit. Yeah, and that everyone, dude's still around, and he knows computers, guy. right? So if he is over there using your computer and your wife goes, I think he's looking at porn, but I can't find it, he might be able to go, oh, you know what? I'll bet if he uses Safari, I'll bet I could look at the web browser DB file. So if a guy like you wants to bang my potential wife... I wouldn't do that personally. Well, no, I know you wouldn't personally, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, if if, yeah, if you did, if you did, and you were like, oh yeah, I'll show you what he's been looking at online. You right. you would I'll be show able you to do goods, baby. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you, baby, you want to know? You want to know what he's doing? been touching his dick to? Yeah, you want to uh, see that? Yeah, essentially, there would be yes, yes, and and again, I the the funny thing about uh, the private browsing mode is that company, all these companies have it, but they can't give you like a, a a really good reason for having it because <laughs> all right we're not talking it's not private from the nsa it's not private from the cops it's not private from fucking anyone who'd be checking your connection it's not like a vpn a virtual private network which is we'll talk about this some other time but it's not private in that it's literally just private on to you to your computer it's private that's it. Like it just doesn't hold on to history and cookies. I always stick. say, I'm like, if, if you want, if anyone wants, to, the, I think the most the people who are the most open to it personally as a as an idiot are Google because when you go into what they call incognito mode, 
the mode, I've laughed about this with you before, is a dude in a hat and glasses and a flasher jacket. Sure. Who's like, like the dude. They're trying to, they're trying to say like, oh, he's a spy. Like he's incognito. Like he's wearing a trench coat and he's got glasses. And it's like, like, if you're walking down the street in a trench coat and a hat (laughs) and glasses, you're not incognito. Yeah. You're about to show your dick to someone and then run away. Or like you're, you're, you're undercover. You're like undercover to someone is really what it comes down to. Cause like, Again, the 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 trench coat, the hat and glasses. Now maybe in other cities that's the percentage of men who I've seen wearing trench coats, hats, and glasses in public who didn't show me their dick versus did show me their dick, it is staggeringly weighted towards dudes who tried to show me their dick. I feel literally I I am curious because I've heard of flashers in my time, but I've never seen one. I dressed as one for Halloween one year. Okay, so, okay, outside and I wore, of... I wore okay. the Google Incognito Okay, outfit. outside of... I, did you flash people? No, I was actually wearing uh, rugby shorts underneath the jacket. Like, I wasn't completely naked. I was okay. with a vagina. Okay. Well, I'm saying... No, no, it's fine. I'm just saying, like, I, re- I recall one of my, my older cousins telling me one time she went out for a jog, and she was like, I was jogging along the street, and there was a flasher in a trench coat. And I was like, what did he do? She's like, he just pulled his jacket open. And I was like, good job, buddy. And I ran past him. And I was like, I was like, <laughs> it's so amazing to me that like there's just a guy out there at five o'clock in the morning. And this is like in Northern California, because that's where they live, like the Bay Area. It's just a dude out there, like oh, five o'clock. Really? Like, I'm gonna fucking, I'm getting up at four o'clock. I'm gonna get the I'm gonna get the five a.m. joggers. I'm gonna show them my flaccid dick <laughs> in the fucking early morning Bay Area weather, which is fucking cold. cold. Yeah, not complimentary right. to the junk. Uh, uh, but yet I've never seen one. And now, mind you, I'm not a hot female out jogging at five in the morning. But have you ever actually seen someone pull out the trench coat and wave their dick in the air? Yeah, you say I, I, I've you have? seen it. Uh, I, I've seen it. Uh, I'm not talking in movies. This has to be in real life. In real life. Uh, three times. Jesus, really? Yeah. Uh, How have I gotten so unfortunate? <laughs> is it because I don't go out much? I should probably get out more often. What, one, I feel like it's like I I, I hesitate to say three because it should have been two. Uh, one was um at a Halloween party. That's the one I'm kind of half not counting because oh, you you can't count that. But okay, yeah, because both of us had the same costume. We were dressed as it, okay. and he was like, "Oh, you, you can't. Think, yeah, that doesn't count." I, I'm, I, I'm gonna have to. He asked if I was naked under there. I was like, "No, I'm wearing." And I showed him I was wearing the. And he just unbuttoned and wagged his dick around the whole room and i was like okay well fine okay that so that kind of happened okay uh the other one though uh happened at high school uh there was a a dude as we were all walking to school uh because our high school was connected to a uh a a community college so as you can imagine there were some community college type people who were over there i don't know what that means but okay there, there was there was this kid who we could tell was community college age and he was standing there and he fucking uh, he was wearing a trench coat whipped his dick out okay All uh, right. that definitely counts okay i will put that one in the definitely counts column that one definitely counts and the third one and in a trench coat it's like how <laughs> and obvious you're gonna in be a trench coat you're not gonna try a bathrobe <laughs> and the third one up. this is this was probably the most awkward one was um we were uh I was um I was with my rugby team in San Francisco walking through the Castro and uh as we were walking through the Castro uh I was, I was with my team my my rugby team I sh- should point out I was on a equal rights team so like three quarters of the dudes I was with were gay okay. and uh, okay yeah so you know that's why we're walking through the Castro and we walked by a pack of like four dudes who were all wearing trench coats who just all you know 
open their jackets and show that. Now, here's the thing. Three quarters of the dudes I was with were completely ecstatic about seeing those dicks. Me and like one other dude were like, oh, there's a I, dick I mean, there. even, even, even as a, I, I don't know. My, my experience with gay men has been, been that even a flaccid, like no one likes a flaccid dick, even <laughs> gay men. They're, they're probably like, hey, nice abs or something. You know what I mean? Like they're like, I could imagine that dick hard, but they're not like, oh, fucking flaccid. Well, dick. I've always said that was the day that taught me a lot of things. Like it taught, that day taught me the most about context because, uh, I, one of my teammates, like I'd heard this term before used in the most hateful, terrible way. But when I heard my teammates scream it, I laughed because it was the most like engaging. He was like, there's a lot of fucking fags out here. He said it's so excited that there were so many of them out there that he got right. to talk to. And right. I was like, okay. I've heard that term used so hateful before. I love to hear it used in a I'm excited, empowering way. It was beautiful. I, I loved it. Yeah. yeah I, I've learned that d- most often dudes in trench coats uh, with hats and glasses want to show you their dick. That, that's kind All of right. my lesson. Well, I about. mean, yeah, I get that. Okay, I, I, I'm glad you shared. I, I didn't. I, again, I thought that was like a bygone era. Maybe that's <laughs> apparently I'm. Wrong. This is why I should not wear. My, I used to wear a trench coat all the time. I always, clothes I always had clothes on underneath, but I never buttoned up the trench coat. I think okay, is that's the probably why. Yeah, you were, I mean, you were good then. That makes a huge difference. Um, and uh, you know, it's very, very warm for a trench coat. But none of these. But, but you, uh, you, were, you always tell me that none of these companies talk about. Well, that yeah, that's what porn. I was getting to. Now, the the interesting thing about privacy mode is that if you were to like. A company can go like we have a privacy mode in the browser. It won't share. It won't. It won't. It won't. Uh, it won't register your history. We keep no logs on your history. It'll. Uh, there's no cookies, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Nothing goes in cache. Like everything is is off the record essentially. And I feel like reporters and the media and so on and so forth and even users to some degree just kind of just wink, wink, nod, nod. All right, you mean you mean porn mode. <laughs> but I feel like if you if you if you push them on it, they'll have no real answers for why there's a privacy mode because they can't. Apple can't say oh, for porn. You know what I mean? <laughs> we have a gay CEO. He looks at shit that you know, like he didn't come out of the closet officially until like six months ago. Yeah, like I, I mean, he was that. out that to was his friends, big, but big like, deal. Yeah. yeah, like I mean, and you knew like when he was made CEO, Gizmodo had a headline that said, "This is the most powerful gay man in the world." Or a, or maybe it was a gay man is now in charge of oh, that's one of the right. most wasn't, powerful. Wasn't it a magazine that kind of half outed him? And no, no. I mean, it's or? not. I mean, he, he, there's no way you didn't know he was gay. I mean, yeah. it was like it was. He 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 spoke at gay events. He wore rainbow you know bracelets and stuff. Oh, okay. He he marched for gay rights. And I'm not saying that uh, any of those things makes one gay. But you got the impression, you know, Le- what I'm saying? less out than Elton or less out than Elton John, more out than Anderson Cooper. Uh yes perhaps okay. yes yeah. yes it wasn't like <gasps> Tim Cook is gay like yeah. it was it was not that it's just he never talked about it. he's a very private guy so you know privacy mode but I'm saying that you know if they were like listen you know maybe you know uh, whatever what they usually use is like let's <laughs> say you're buying a buying a gift for the wife. <laughs> You don't want her to know you've been shopping for that diamond necklace, so you can go to privacy mode. And it's like, oh, you, yeah. you missed a key phrase. You missed a good time to use pearl necklace. You, can, uh, yeah, come on, yeah. Well, you missed a good. I'm saying that that's what they that's what they usually go with. Like, let's suppose your partner, your live-in partner, uh, you're buying a gift. It's always <laughs> like it's all you're going to buy them a gift, 
And like, that's why you want to go into privacy mode. And people are like, yeah, in case I want to buy a gift. Wink, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's again, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And it's funny because I do think uh, there's an issue in tech. And, and Apple is, is absolutely guilty of this, more so than I think many companies, because Steve Jobs was very like, he, he was like, there's no porn in Apple. You know, there's no porn on the App Store. We don't, we don't like that kind of shit. They were, they're very particular about like, you know, uh, uh, age blocks and like what you can prevent your children from looking at and things like that. Like Steve Jobs was very anti-porn, uh, certainly in his later days. When his younger days, fuck knows, probably not. But certainly in his last, you know, 15 years or something, he was very like anti-porn and like, let's not just porn up Apple, please. Um well, do you think that like – well, because here's the thing. As someone – I work in the film industry and as, as someone who does that, uh, I'll be the first one to admit that the leading technology in the film industry is always first adapted by pornography. For the most part, that's true. I mean, and they I, were definitely the first ones to use DVDs. They were the first ones to use DVDs. They were the first ones they to were use the videotape. They were the first ones to go digital. They were the Mo- f- most of the, yes, most of the video technologies. Interestingly enough, they were the first ones you know. to go feature 3D. Yeah, that doesn't surprise. Yes. Uh, th- so all of these things being considered, like, it wouldn't surprise me that porn would also be kind of on the cutting edge of technology. As yeah, far as the computer in a, side in a lot of, of ways they were, in a lot of ways they were, but then a lot of ways they kind of dropped the ball. They were for a little while, for a long while, really, and then just kind of recently they've kind of. And when it came to websites and stuff like that, porn was not very like they they were at the cutting edge of websites in the fucking nineties and like early two thousands, and then they kind of went, "Now nah, let's just stick with what we know. Like we're not going to change it. We're not going to use the latest JavaScript technologies and latest whatever the fuck." But yes. Um, What's interesting to me, and this is where I will give Apple shit for their anti-porn stance, is like, and when it comes to privacy, and th- this is just a thing. It's that it's that unfortunate thing where companies don't admit that there is porn. It's like Apple is, you know, you you buy an iPhone, you've got a Mac, whatever. Uh, it's like, hey, do you want to turn on iCloud Photos? <laughs> we yeah. can sync all your photos to the cloud. And you think like, all right, well, I don't want to lose a photo. Yeah, sync all my photos to the yeah, cloud. Go ahead. And yeah. then you walk, you go to your friend's house, and he's got an Apple TV. And there's a big-ass iCloud Photos button, and it'll pull photos from any phone in the room. Now, um, I don't care. For, I'm not saying necessarily porn. I'm saying that res- irrespective of what you take photos of in your phone, I guarantee you... If I asked 100 people, let me see all of the photos on your phone, one out of those 100 would be like, by all means. I'm saying, like, I could go to rural <laughs> fucking Midwest Kansas. I could go to the Bible Belt. I could go I could go to a preacher on stage who has an iPhone and be like, let me see every photo in your current library. Have you ever had a picture of your dick accidentally shown to a room? Um... <sighs> where they knew it was my dick? Well, you know, I remember I asked you this question the other night. I said, what what would be worse if the Apple TV uh, pulled up an image of a downward shot? Like, uh, like so from Just a dick. balls up, like yeah. where you see through your dick to your face. And oh, you, okay. With and it's face. a really okay. impressive shot. Like, it's an sure, impressive sure, shot sure. of your dick with your face in it. Or... Uh, a POV face down, like you know, a good, an okay shot of your dick, but it's just in your hands. So there's no real, like it can't look as as impressive. But like, no one's for sure. It's my no dick. one's for sure. It's yours. But that downward up is impressive. 
Well, I no, the most impressive angle, if you're talking dick shots, uh, and I've done a lot of research on this, the most impressive <laughs> shot is if it's a few feet away, and this is what I found. It's it down meant, up, though. It's always down it, up. Kind of, kind of. What I'm saying is if it was straight on, like like from my sternum, if you drew a straight line to my to my phone about three feet away, and I was leaned back, pulling the dick up, right? So it's like pointing towards my chin, let's say. But in this, if you have a shirt on, it's way more impressive because they can't tell that you're leaning forward. You lean back the lower half of you. You, you, scrunch, you scrunch your torso and down. And then you scrunch your torso and move forward. So this way you've got this thing where you're – It where looks like your dick goes halfway looks, up your yeah, torso. It totally looks like your dick is like 12 inches long. It looks <laughs> – I have a picture like that I've sent over the years where I'm like – like I caught the perfect angle and I was lifting up the shirt just enough to where it looked like you couldn't really tell that I was leaning forward. And it looks like my dick. So you keep a stock, a stock. Yeah, yeah. That, that one actually is a little bit embarrassing because it looks like my dick goes up to my nipple. <laughs> and so it's like I'm a little bit like shy of showing it because I'm like people are going to go, oh, you Photoshop that. It's like I know Photoshop. Everybody knows I know Photoshop. That's what I do for a living. So it's like they know I would, I would have the ability very easily to, to make Photoshop it look like that's what my dick looked. But I'm like, I swear, it just it's a trick of the angle. And so it's like a little, that's not the first one I send or anything. I'll send like a bulge or something like it. You want to make sure, like even if they ask for a dick pic, you want to, you don't want to just send them fucking hardcore dick pic. You got to be like, I'm going to tease, tease, them with the dick. tease into the dick pic. Because, you know, what if they're like, oh, I actually didn't. I was just kidding. Like, haha, send me a dick pic, lol. I didn't mean send me a dick pic. Because women are funky like that. They say a thing, and they're like, I was kidding. Um, that's happened to me at parties before. <laughs> anyway, what's in, what, what I'm saying is that it's unfortunate. It's like the, iCloud photo is an all-or-nothing proposition. You don't sync, right? I that? do not. Okay. What I do, I do actually, I sync to Dropbox all of my photos uh, because they're private by default. And they're, in Dropbox then announced a new feature that will make photo albums out of your Dropbox photos. And I was like, I am not signing up for that. But it, they, but since my Dropbox is private, as all Dropboxes are, unless you choose otherwise, uh, I let it, yeah, sync all my photos. That's fine. It's private as shit. You can, you know, whatever the fuck. Um, so I'll, I'll let that happen. But I won't sync iCloud photos because it's all or nothing. It's basically oh, either show all the photos or show none of the photos. And so because of the fact that none. I can't just go, oh, sync them, but don't show anyone fucking anything unless I specifically say show this photo, that's when I would actually allow it to happen. But Apple's very like, yeah, it's not like you have porn on your phone. And you're like, Apple, I do have porn on my phone. <laughs> like women send me naked photos. Well, here's the question. You know? though. Have I'm you- not talking about my – like – I don't think I have any photos of my dick on my phone. I have, like, pictures of me licking my lips and shit, which I send in return to a titty shot. Because what are you going to do with a how, titty shot? How open but, uh, it, you know. How, because this is, you know, you talk a lot. You're actually one of those people who will send bug reports to uh, websites and stuff like that. Sure. A little uh, bit. Yeah. I've seen <laughs> Here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've watched you kind of be like, visit a website and be like, there's something wrong with this and send it to them. And then they, uh, they respond to you and you sure, you'll sure, dialogue sure. with them. But that means early that- on, I, I had a I had a great rapport with the Instagram people. <laughs> like in the first month that that thing was open, I was like, "Here's a couple things you might want to change," and they changed those things and then got bought by Facebook. And I was like, "God damn it, I'm a genius!" But how open and is zero a, money for that? How open is a company like Apple 
to those kinds of rep- like when you send in a bug report to Apple, how will, do they respond ever? That, no, no, almost no one responds to a bug report in general. Uh, Apple is too big a company, and I wouldn't expect them to. It, it, and frankly, the same thing with Microsoft or Google; they're not going to respond to you. Um, generally speaking, uh, I had an issue years ago with my YouTube account when I was I, I had. I was the number two comedy channel on YouTube. This was um, just before they got bought by Google. Then they got bought by Google. I still, I still was, but they were like starting to be become more popular. But this was in the early days when like getting a channel was a big thing. Like they had to individually go, okay, you get a channel, you get a channel. I remember when that first started. Yeah. So they gave me a channel for my videos, and I was the number two channel. I was, I was just behind Ask a Ninja. To okay. give you an idea of like how how popular that was, I know nothing about technology, but I know that's actually kind you, of you know Ask a Ninja. Um, anyway, whatever. Uh, and I had I had you know seventeen hundred subscribers, which isn't a lot, but back then that was that was a fucking ton. Um, now my my sister in law has one point four million. All right, all right. God, jeez, brag away. But <laughs> yes, there's also twenty five billion people on no. Uh, there's like there's there's considerably more people on YouTube now than there were back then, yeah. and back then also there was kind of no reason to make a YouTube account unless you were actually making videos. Nowadays it's like tied into your Google Plus, and they're like, hey, comment, and they're like very you know whatever the hell. But um, I I worked for an internet TV company, and uh, a an employee left the company, and I had I had clips of me from my show on my YouTube channel. And that employee was like, you know what? Fuck everybody at this company. He was a co-owner in the company. And he he put out – he he did uh, copyright um, infringement requests. He was like, oh, they infringed on my copyright because he thought he owned the company. And he flagged every single video I had, oh, even the ones that had nothing to do with the show. So YouTube immediately were like, okay, this guy's gotten you know, 42, 42 flags in a matter of a day. He's doing something wrong. Shut off my account. Deleted all of my subscribers. Just deleted all my friends. I remember you told me about Deleted this. all of my messages. Deleted all of my views and deleted all of my videos. They were like, you don't exist on YouTube. And, um, and it was unfortunate because it's like I, I, I went through all this trouble to put together this channel and put up all these clips. And yet all of a sudden, because of one asshole, it was all gone. Now, I was in a scenario where I had to figure out how to get all that stuff back because I, I knew I hadn't done anything wrong. I had the rights to this footage because it was my show. It was my face on the show. And, of course, the company was still in business and I was close with the other owner. And I had signed a contract with the company, not the owner, but the company that I had rights to my footage. But I had no one to go to in order to show – and prove, hey, I've got this this stuff. So I tried, you know, at the time you could go like, oh, let's, I'm going to file a uh, a counter request, and it would just go into some fucking bin, and no one paid attention to it. And eventually, I just got sick of it, and I started filing bug reports, saying that doesn't work. Your your counter report doesn't work, and and got like very little, if any, you know, feedback. Oh, we received your feedback. I'd get that. Finally, I just said, fuck it. I'm going to email everyone whose email address at YouTube and or Google who's related you to YouTube find. I can find. And eventually it got through to an account somebody. I actually – I think I went through tech support and the guy was like, holy shit, that is – that's some serious shit. 
They gave me back all of my videos with the views and the comments. None of the subscribers, none of the friends. To this day, I'm still trying to get back up to that subscriber count. I'm like halfway there. <laughs> like I think I have like 700 subscribers. Now, if in the nascent days of YouTube with my 1,600 subscribers and I was number two, if I hadn't been deleted, God knows where I'd be now. I mean, you know. But uh, 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 I would say filing a bug report to Apple that says, hey, I don't want all of my iCloud photos online, what they would direct you to is the tech support for like, oh, well, here's how to make some of them private. It's like, that's not what I want. I want an opt-in, not an opt-out. That's what they would call that. An opt-in is where I say, yes, I want this to happen instead of I know I don't want that to happen. Is it, is okay, it, there's a huge sense. issue in when it comes to security protocol. Was you it, you yeah. want the option to say, don't even look at this, instead of the option of, once you look at this, don't show it to anyone else. Right, right. There's been, there's been a lot. When it comes to Facebook, there was a big, there's been a lot of arguments when Facebook's security and privacy protocols of opt-in versus opt-out, as an example. Um, n- not to like take less heat on Apple or anything. I'm just Facebook comes up a lot when it comes to privacy and security. Where goddamn Apple lover, when you when you post something on Facebook, are you opting in to make it public? Or are you opting out of making it private? You know things. That kind okay, of thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes so sense. So if you make it opt in, then it's 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 more privacy because you're saying I intentionally am telling you Facebook make it public as opposed to. Oh, wait a minute. You make it public by default. I want you to not make it public. That's the huge opt-in versus opt-out is a is an argument in every level of technology. That's a, it's I, a I feel like is is that the is that the uh the the techno nerd equivalent of chicken versus the egg? Uh no, no. It's it's or yin versus yang. It's more yin versus kind yang. Of, it's 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 it seems like a uh an argument of semantics, but yeah. it's a very important argument. <laughs> well, like when you when it, it you makes uh, sense because the way you describe it is you know from from what I understand of that is that the idea is that uh, I'm trying to remember which one is which means. but uh, the option that you would prefer that seems to be better is that uh, what you want is that you I want to tell you that you never look at this specific thing ever in the first place you don't even have a log of it existing whereas the other option is. You look at this, and after you look at this, I tell you, don't show this to anyone else. This is only for me. So there's still a log of them looking at it, even though you've told them, I don't want you to show this to anyone else. That's that's mostly correct. I'm just gonna being semantic about it. Go ahead. It's not about the it's not about the looking at. It's for for this particular instance of the opt in opt out. What I'm saying is. I want you to act, I want to tell you make this public. Okay. As opposed to you making this public and I tell you to make it private. Oh. Okay. It's not about who's looking at it cuz Apple doesn't no one in Apple has time to look at your fucking iCloud phones. <laughs> they don't give a shit. You know, and that's and that goes by the way, same for Facebook, same for Google. I I have a very difficult time believing that anyone works at any of these companies. Microsoft as well, they have their cloud drive or Dropbox as well. I have a very difficult time believing that they look through anyone's no, photos. It, it at seems any point. like they rely on users. That if a user flags it as inappropriate, yes. then they'll look at it and go, "Yes, that's inappropriate," or "No, that is not inappropriate." Absolutely. Although and, it and, seems like almost oh, it, here's this is another. And that would kind be of, that would be an opt in versus opt out. It's 
I'm you're I, I, in that scenario. I'm opting in to say this is bad shit. This is fucking child born or whatever. Right? That's an opt in thing. An opt out would be we're going to assume everyone's uploading child porn, and you tell us what's not child porn. Have you ever? Here's the thing, because this is something that I, I've at least witnessed uh, with like comedians I know and stuff like that. Is uh, if somebody flags you as like if someone flags something as inappropriate, it feels on what service? Uh, uh, Facebook specifically. Okay, let's talk Facebook. Okay, Facebook specifically. If someone flags something as inappropriate, it seems like they just like there's a guy just sitting. Like it could be just one of those birds that like tilts and bobs that's just clicking okay. Like it doesn't even seem like they review it. It seems like if it's flagged as inappropriate, Facebook immediately does something in consequence. They don't look at it to go, is it inappropriate? No, I don't think that is inappropriate because I've seen some things that they flagged as inappropriate, and I go, "Well, you you have to understand." Uh, I don't, I I can't speak. I have no idea, honestly. I can tell you how okay Cupid works because I'm a moderator on there. But I, can, I, I well, please, that might at least give me some insight. Uh, well, but I would, I I can tell you what probably happens. I can say that if one user goes, "This is inappropriate," I reported this is inappropriate. Certainly, a flag goes up. And it gets sent to a system where certain moderators or admins or something look through these photos and go, yeah, that is inappropriate. Fucking delete it if one person does it. I guarantee you that if more than, let's say, 10 people within a minute flag something as inappropriate, I guarantee you Facebook has a system in place that says, okay, fucking delete it. Or hide it at least. Hide it until we can take a look. Okay, that, that makes sense. Because if 10 people, 10 different IPs, 10 different accounts say this is inappropriate, there's a good chance. There's a good chance that it's inappropriate. Not, it's not perfect, obviously. That's why you'd have somebody look at it. But 10 people, you want to hide that. You don't want it up there too long. Whatever it might be. Maybe it's five people. But certain X amount of people in Y amount of time flag something and you go, we're just going to hide it. Because there's something going on with this photo, and before we can take a look at it, we don't want a PR nightmare. In okay. Facebook's case, they're a publicly traded company. They, they worry about that shit. <laughs> okay, Cupid. I'm about to flex my, uh, my, my little bit of lingo that I have right now. So theoretically, someone who's really evil could create a uh, – I'm, I'm about to use my big word – a bot – that could like create like twelve different IP addresses. That if you click a report program, they do it from twelve different IP addresses, yes, and then yes, theoretically yes. shut your photos down. Although An evil person in in, the, in in this particular instance, the term you're looking for is sock puppet. Ah, I'm sorry, darn. Sorry. You could create a bot that used sock puppet accounts. Darn. So you are partially right because there would be a bot involved. You could get a bot involved in this, but sock puppet is. <laughs> I, and a fake account that that somebody creates is like a pseudonym. Now, granted, yes, a bot can create Facebook accounts, so technically that would also be correct. But it's a little harder to do these days as time goes on. But uh, 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 on OkCupid, okay uh, now I've just recently – it's funny because I flagged photos and profiles many times over the years. And maybe a year ago, year and a half ago – Every time I flagged something, it would say, congratulations, you're eligible to be an OKCupid moderator. Visit this URL and you know start moderating. And I'd be like, sweet. And I'd click it. It was always like, congratulations, the moderation queue is clear. Check back later. And I was like, how is it that every fucking time it's clear? There's no way that's the case. 
So I sent them an email and I said, hey, I'm not saying I deserve to be a moderator. It's fine if I'm not. But apparently you have an automated system that says I've reported so many things on OkCupid over the years that I deserve to be a moderator because I know what's against your rules. And yet I don't have any moderation. No answer. Then it happened. It happened so much over the last year, year and a half that I kept getting that message. And I was like, it's always fucking empty. <laughs> I was like, fuck it. I'm sending another email to two different apartments. I sent it to billing and technical support. And um, they made me a moderator. They were like, oh, yeah, yeah, you are eligible. We forgot to turn on the flag for your account. So now I have a special little thing that says moderator. And you can see, I'll, I'll show you. Uh, I probably This is probably illegal to show you. I'm sure that there's like a, I'm, I'm sure I'm breaking a rule. Ooh, I like this. Yeah, it's probably, but no one else can now, see now it. Now I'm excited. So it's, okay. so it's like you're walking in on me. Yeah. But you can baby. see that I have this little moderation thing. Now. Yeah, I did. Oh, look yeah, at, yeah. Look at you, you fancy yeah, yeah, fucker. Yeah, with my moderation. Now, um, as you can see, there's the original reported concern. And it says stolen pic GIS, which means Google image search. So if I were to do a Google, Google image search, they're suggesting that if I were to do a Google image search on this image of this girl who's just sitting in a bathroom with, now, a, with now, a camera. Now, here's an interesting thing. Before you jump into this, because I remember this conversation specifically in your old apartment before uh, we moved into this house. Uh-huh. I remember this specific conversation uh, where we talked about how you would see girls' OkCupid okay accounts – and you would immediately know if you saw a picture. You were like, I know I've seen this. And you would bet me that this woman was showing her boobs on the internet. And, you're like, and you would go through your OkCupid account. And you'd be like, I think this one. Uh, oh, you know what? I think she stole this picture. It's an entirely different thing. It's a whole yes. different conversation. Yes. But you would Google image search these women's, uh, like, if you were like, no, no, no. This, this photo, I think this. And you, well, you were kind of doing it because you were going, I think this photo was stolen. And no, no, I wasn't. It wasn't so much that they were stolen. It's just that there are certain photos you can look at and you go, this is part of a professional shoot, like whether it's completely non-nude or otherwise. <laughs> and then there's certain photos that you look at where like a girl is leaning on a fucking old truck <laughs> in the middle of the day in a woodsy area and you go, this is a porn shoot. <laughs> like there are 40 more photos to this shoot. There are 40 more photos in this set, and now one of them, uh, most of them are nude. Like five photos after she bent over this truck, you know what I mean? You can kind of, yeah. So in that sense, yes. I don't know what their, the, I, I can Google image search, and what's interesting is the comments. You see, there's comments from other moderators down here. One of them says, Google image search cropped to avoid detection. So it seems to me, I, I, I guess I'll do a Google image search. Um how do you do a Google just for us dummies? Oh, uh, well, if you're using Google Chrome, um, oh, I don't have a Google image search. All right. Uh, oh, I do. There we go. I, if you're using Google Chrome, it's built in. If you're using another browser, just look for whatever like Safari extensions. You can type in Safari extension Google search image. Uh, if you're using Firefox, you can also type in Google search image. Um, and... Uh, uh, but it's a right click on the image and then Google yeah, search image. Yeah, and again, it's built into Google Chrome, and um, these are I'm not this I'm not sure what's uh, what I'm looking at here. I, that that apparently that photo was part of a foreign photo shoot. Oh, there's the photo we're looking at. All right, let's see if there's like oh, a it hole. is. Yeah, look at that. Well, I'm trying to find the 
it looks like it's – I mean, if it's just a photo of a girl in a bathroom, that's no big deal. But people are implying like it's part of a triple X thing. So whatever. The point is, as you could uh, – oh, oh, this is what I was going to show you. The whole reason I brought that up. Okay. So if I click on her username – don't say her username on the air, please. No. If you click on her username, you'll see there's no photos. Ah. Right? Somebody, somebody – And the silhouette is a dude silhouette. Well, I mean, whatever. That's just <laughs> standard user avatar silhouette. But you can see an initial user flagged it. Now, if it's just one user that flagged it, and if I go through here and it's just one user, that photo is still going to be up. But once a few other people have commented, because you can see there's buttons up there, mark as obscene, leave it alone, delete it, or I don't know. I assume that... I don't know and deleted do almost the same thing as far as if enough people, like two or three people, start clicking that, um, the photo just disappears. It's not that they delete it because, like, what if we're all wrong? Okay, yeah. But if 10 moderators, people who should know better, go, yeah, this is fine. I'm sure it gets reinstated. But if 10 moderators go, no, that's that's porn. Or that's a porn star trying to pretend to be a normal if, girl. If, now, if you had to ballpark, you know. if you had to ballpark uh, a number of moderators for a site like Facebook, well, that's the thing is I don't, I don't. I mean, I'm I'm almost certain they don't hire outside moderators. I'm sure they use they they probably use uh, internal moderators. Um, I would say I, I would say probably less. They'd probably have a lot fewer. I think maybe you know. Eh, I guess that depends how many they can go through in a given day. Maybe they'd have. I think fewer people look at the same photo. Okay, I get you know what, what you're saying? saying. Yeah, yeah. They might have a hundred people on that team, but probably only three of them ever see the same photo twice. Like in the same day, yeah. Majority rule: if it, two out of three think that it's obscene, it's gone. Yeah, and I and, and again, it might only take one because, frankly, just one is all you need. If your job depends on you figuring out whether or not this photo stays up, you're taking that shit seriously. They're paying well. I mean, Facebook pays very well. So if your job is to look at photos all day and figure out whether or not it should be deleted, and this is when people get like upset, they're like, "Facebook took down my photo. And I was all I was doing was breastfeeding my kid." You're talking about a guy who's getting paid like pretty good money, but like he's not going to get that money from another company to do the same thing. And he's looking at that and he goes, well, there is a nipple. And like while it's not a big thing, (laughs) I don't want to lose my job because I go, it's just a girl breastfeeding because I have to talk about this in the meeting at the end of the week. This is but this is that whole thing that, like, you know, to bring it back to it that, uh, you know, where (laughs) – you know, you say that these companies don't talk about pornography, mm. and well, yet okay, all of this kind degree. of. To, but that's that whole thing is we're coming back to the whole thing is that I go, I feel like these companies have to be kind of talking about pornography because they make such an effort to stay away from it publicly. Oh yeah, well, I, I guess what I mean by I guess what I'm saying is I, I should have clarified. Thank you, but uh, what I'm saying is I think that they. You'd never get them to admit that private viewing is for pornography. Well, there's that. And also iCloud photos that some people are going to have fucking (laughs) naked pictures on there. What I'm saying by they don't talk about pornography, what I mean is they don't don't think that uh, in a positive light, they don't look at pornography in a positive light. I guess that's probably a better way to say it. Okay, that's a fair way to Uh, say it. Apple... 
doesn't go, hey, we'll give you these privacy controls in case you want to keep your porn private. Apple apparently has no desire to ever say that. And I'm not saying they want pornography private, but I'm just saying privacy in general. They seem to kind of be like, you know, it's either privacy for the good of you as a person or none at all. And it's funny because they actually – iMessages is the most secure messaging system like above apparently or on par with the BlackBerry messaging system. Um, it's it's extremely secure. iMessage to iMessage, iPhone to iPhone text messaging is secure all the way through. It's impossible for anybody to hack it, et cetera, et cetera. Apparently, this is – this is what they they say, and NS, I don't mean Apple. NSA said it. excluded. No, no, I'm saying I'm saying Apple excluded. NSA is very upset about this because Apple has has not released it because you need both keys. Ah. You need the you need the you need I need your house key and my house key in order to look inside the window of your house or my house, even though you and I live in the same house. But supposing <laughs> we lived in different houses, uh, supposing we lived in different houses, that's basically what they're saying, is like you need these two keys, which, again, is kind of how BlackBerry Messenger did it. And I, I don't know if NSA ever hacked into BlackBerry Messenger. Because I, no I remember we talked about this before. I talked about the uh, – there was that uh, email site that Edward Snowden used when he was contacting the people to rev- you know, reveal all the stuff. Sure. Because I, I watched the Citizen 4 thing. And it, regardless of what you feel about this, the dude who was in charge of the email service that he used, who was saying, he's like, I want to be known for something more than just the, Ed- the, the, the email service that Edward Snowden used. But his big thing that he said was that he went – my goal in establishing this email server was that uh, if somebody came to me and asked for these emails, I wouldn't be able to access them. Yes, and if the and if the government, the CIA, NSA, whatever it was, were to come to me and say you have to do this or shut down, my choice would be shut down. Yeah. And so it it feels like kind of that sort of whole, you know. And technically, you know, Facebook and Google, like Google anonymizes all their traffic and things like that. You know what I mean? E- even though they have your data and shit like that, there's not a single person in Google who can actually put together all the pieces that make up your Google account. Like you can go into your Google account if you have, in your case, an Android phone, and I don't know why it doesn't work with me because I use Google Maps, my iPhone. I don't use the Apple Maps. I use Google Maps. But apparently, uh, and, and for whatever reason, maybe I turned off the feature, but if you go into your Google account online and click Maps History, it'll give you a map of every single place you've traveled in the last however much time you pick. If you go, like, show me the last three months, it'll show you every place that you have traveled. And I don't know if it's... Based on – in your case, it might be – I think the difference is because uh, I use Google Maps and like if you use an Android phone, it might just be tracking that as part of Google Maps, which doesn't make it a privacy violation, mind you. I'm just – I and this is not me well, ripping on uh, Google. Another conversation we've had about the gathering of metadata versus uh, right. actual info. But no one at Google could see that page and that information because they wouldn't be able to get to your username. And they wouldn't be able to tie it into your user ID, to tie it into the ID that's anonymized in the database, to tie it into the anonymized data for your maps, and so why, on and so forth. I, this is where I always keep – I have to – why not? Because everything is – it's one thing tied to a key in another database. It's tied to a key in another database and so on and so forth that needs access privileges all the way through. And no one in Google has all those access privileges. So, okay. D- and d- you might think to yourself, how is it that they can allow me to have all those access privileges? And that's because it's programmed in that way that if this person 
matches this ID and 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 and types in the password that they can't see, let them have access throughout this stack. So to to put this in dumb jock terms uh, so that I can try and understand so that maybe you can tell me if I'm right on or right off. It's fine. Uh, when, like, I forget how many years ago it was, uh, Major League Baseball decided they were like, they're like, we're going to test everyone for steroids. Mm-hmm. Or no, no, they were they didn't say to everyone. They said, we're going to test a hundred random players for steroids. Okay, and um, we're we're not going to suspend anybody for testing positive. We just really need to know where the league stands as far as steroids were. So they got a hundred random players. They went into a place. They gave their blood. Sure. Now the the blood was tied to a, a random number that was assigned. That was one list. The blood results to a random number. There was another list somewhere completely different of random numbers with names attached to it. Okay. So you'd have to have the list that had uh, the blood results with the number and a separate list with the numbers and the names attached to it in order to find out who tested positive and who tested negative. You couldn't do it with just one list or yes. the other. okay, okay. Now, that was the whole thing. There was a big scandal because someone released, released both of the lists together, and that was never supposed to happen. That was a big condition sure, of these people sure, sure. Uh, submitting to this test. But is that what you're kind of saying? It's like the lists are kept so separate and even more than two. They only kept two. You're saying this is like four or five different – No, we're talking about like 100 or 1,000. Oh, wow. That meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we're talking several, several different lists because Google's database is so large. You can't keep it all in one database. I mean, you can't even keep it in, you know, 10, even if it's 10 different accounts, you can't keep that in 10 different databases. We're talking about like a million databases. Oh, wow. Because there's okay. so much data. You A database only holds so fucking much before you have to split it and go, oh, this is an extension of that data. So unless you're the home computer, the key that unlocks all of it, the ability to unite every list into one cohesive piece of information yeah. is uh, very near difficult as fucking all hell to do yes exactly like if i'm on if i'm the head of google plus accounts right i might have your google plus id but is that your user id i don't know is that your google maps id probably not but i can't check that unless i go to the guy who's in charge of the google maps account and go hey i need you to look up this id and he goes all right i'm gonna check out that id and he looks at that id and he goes yeah i don't know who that's to but i have this other id that links to their Google Android phone. All right, well, now i got to go to the Google Android guy and find that ID, so on and so forth, down the line. And you'd need to find – they'd have to crawl this database, which takes fucking a long, long, long time because they – Google – I mean – Google's watched by a lot of different so what entities. You sh- what you're telling out, me is the television know? show 24 was lying to me completely about how fucking easy yeah, it yeah. is to yeah. gather all this information on people. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, it's in, it's, it's in Google's interest and Apple's interest and Microsoft's interest and Facebook's interest and Twitter's interest, so on and so forth, all down the line. Because of things like the NSA, it's in their interest to obfuscate the data and make it so difficult for someone to find it. Because not like, oh, we don't trust our employees. It's more like if somebody comes to us and goes, hey, I need to find out who this person is, they go, we have no way of telling you. We have no idea. It's in their interest to be able to say that. And unfortunately, most of the time they can't say that. So they're doing what they can to obfuscate the data to make it a giant pain in the ass. 
to make it to where they go, that's going to take us like two weeks to find that data. And they're like, okay, you've got two weeks to find the data. Because if, if I go, oh, yeah, let me just pull this up. Now NSA knows they can come to me any day of the week and fucking get data on a thousand motherfuckers because I pulled it up in 12 seconds. But if they know that it takes me two weeks to find a single user, they're going to take a little – they're going to be like, all right, we can only go to Twitter if it's like a – because it's going to take two weeks. That's a lot of time to sit here with this information and have no answers. See, that was the weird thing because all those Edward Snowden reports would have you believe that like you know, the NSA could just go, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, citizen XYZ, let me listen to all his phone calls right now. Well, now, the, 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 and I, I, I need to watch that documentary before our next episode, but for instance, if I were the NSA and I were uh, snooping on your traffic, which is not that difficult because I can get information. I can go to Time Warner Cable, which is our internet service provider. When you watch it, I want to watch it with you because I'm curious right. as someone who actually knows what the fuck is going on in this. And I don't. Like, I don't know. I, I'm not that high up in this shit, but well, I can. It, I can say that for you instance, certainly decipher some things. For <laughs> some me. of it, yes. I, I think that a lot of the Edward Snowden stuff is is a lot of like. I think it's a little overblown. I think what when he says like, "Oh, they can do all this shit," I think it's more like theoretically. Uh, but I don't know. It's I, I'm not. I, what I'm saying is that if I were to go to Time Warner Cable and say, "Hey, give me the data that was passed over this wire," it's not that difficult to go. Okay, at 3:42 p.m., user with the IP of blank or X in this case, uh, just because X and Y is easy to use. So I go, "Hey, uh, at 3:45 p.m., user with the IP of X accessed website Y, and it sent data Z." And that data might be, say, your Twitter username and password if you don't send it over HTTPS, which they're all HTTPS now, but they weren't like a year ago. Um, <clears throat> SSL and things like that were man-in-the-middle attacks. Like Time Warner now probably wouldn't be able to see the data you're sending to Twitter. But uh, you know, a year ago, before they turned on SSL site-wide, they might be able to see it. I turned on SSL for Twitter, uh, Facebook and Twitter and Google uh, – fucking two and a half years ago, three years ago. What is when SSL exactly? Secure socket layer. It's okay. a direct oh, yeah. connection. It, it obfuscates all that data. Now, I don't know if that saves much. I don't know how much that helps, but I think it helps quite a bit. Uh, I do know that without that, it's very easy for somebody who's watching your traffic to figure out what you typed in. So in that case, NSA could go to Twitter and go, hey, give me the... Uh, Give me the data on this house. And they're like, oh, that house has this IP address? Well, we have the logs for that. And here's the data they sent to, let's say, Twitter. And they've got your username and password. They can log into your Twitter and check your direct messages. They don't need your fucking, you know what I mean? Then they don't have to go to Twitter and go, hey, Twitter, could you tell us what this user was saying via direct message to another user? No, they can just log into your fucking account, which I think is what most of the situation, that's what's happening. I think in most of the situations, they're going high up. They're going to whoever's providing you with the service and gathering their data and using that to snoop and figure out what you did next based on that information, based on quote-unquote metadata, as opposed to going to Google or Twitter or Facebook or whoever and saying, hey, give us the information for this user because they're like going to be like, oh, I don't, we can't even give the ad or it's going to take us a month or it's going to take us a week or whatever the fuck. I feel like at some point in the near future, we're going to probably spend an entire episode just on the word metadata. Yeah, yeah, probably so. All right, moving along, because uh, we spent a long time on that, and that's fine. Uh, this is this has been in the mo- news a lot, and I feel like a lot of people kind of are are reading the sensationalist headlines because 
the, the online media has a tendency to uh, attract clickbait. Uh, click. Oh my God, he knows the word clickbait. You've taught me clickbait. All right, appreciate that. Uh, okay, clickbait titles would be you know like you wouldn't so believe what happens next. You know this kind of shit like. Like Upworthy is uh, is is uh, and Facebook uh, thankfully is cutting down on clickbaity articles. You can actually Answers. report something as no no Upworthy dot com is the worst. Oh, okay, all. they are the worst. Believe me, every time it's like this child, you know, this child's last words will blow you away, or they gave five sentences. You won't believe what number four was, or whatever. <laughs> you know, like this kind of horse shitty fucking clickbait. Anyway, uh, in in. In service to that, when a news article or a news uh, piece hits the hits the wire, a lot of uh, articles will try to outdo each other because they're like, "Well, it's kind of interesting this thing is happening," but then another another blog is like, "No, no, let's spin it this way, and then we'll explain in the article that it's not quite as what the title said, but fuck it, we'll get more traffic." And guess what? That goddamn works. So this week, a lot of motherfuckers. Uh, have been posting these articles that say Tesla is about to unleash an autopilot. Alex, you look like you're you're trying to say something prior to my. Well, yeah, because I was going to ask isn't isn't that something like uh, if people wanted to find a site, Snopes or Snoop or was it Snopes? Snopes, Snopes does a pretty good job of busting a lot of that shit apart, don't they? Well, that not so much clickbait. Oh, they don't they don't bother with the clickbait because it's not it's not, it's not worth they're it. not necessarily lying to you. Yeah, okay. Okay. They're saying like it's exaggerating. And okay. then the article itself will clarify in most cases. The okay. article will clarify what they mean. But most people just see the title in their Facebook feed and they're like, "Oh," and they just scroll on past. Sorry, that was the only question. It's okay. I wanted it's to fine. Ask. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. Continue with the the Tesla because so, I so want to hear of, the shit out of So a lot this. of people uh, this week have been a lot of blogs. You'll see headlines like Tesla is about to unleash their autopilot update because Tesla cars, and this is very cool, uh, can be upgraded remotely from Tesla's master servers to your car and upgrade you to the latest update and add all kinds of features. Literally, while you're charging your car, while you sleep, your car gets updates, and fuck yes on that. that I don't know. That's how the man gets into your life, bro. I, I, that's, how, that's how you get the man digging in I, and being I'm, like, oh, I'm going to change your car while you're sleeping. <laughs> channeling Teddy Tuts. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help yeah, it's myself. Fine, it's fine. I saw an opportunity it's, for it. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> protect my life uh, <laughs> if he listens to this he'll love that moment um so a, a, a lot of people have been a lot of not people but a lot of blogs have been like for instance TechCrunch. uh the tesla model s will get autopilot mode and they did put autopilot in quotes to their credit autopilot mode in about three months now it's not some people will be tempted to think what they're seeing and hearing is that in three months Suppose I'm a Tesla S uh, owner. In three months, I will no longer have to drive my car. That might be the – is that yeah, the impression that, 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 that you would get? That's the impression that that headline would give me. Okay. The, the fact of the matter, the, the actual scenario is that on the freeway uh, – I'm sorry. On, on some freeways and most highways, uh, the Tesla will do the steering and the accelerating for you. Okay. That's what it comes down to. It will not work in the city. 
uh, on on residential roads. It sounds like any road without reflective lane markers. Uh, it's not even so much that. It's it's that if you were to do it in residential areas, there's like kids running around. Uh, People will cross in front of you. A, a, a fire truck might be coming with the lights on, and you got to pull over to the right. Any number of things could happen that 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 they're not prepared to deal with, and also. Make sure that everyone is able to, you know. Well, you're uh, you're enough of a gearhead that you might be able to answer this question because I I I'm trying to remember right now, but I can't. Does the Tesla do uh, digital steering? Because some of those new cars now, the steering wheel, like I know the new is not directly connected to the Lexus. I think it is, and the Infiniti Q50. Yeah, yeah, the steering wheel is not connected to the wheels. It's a digital steering, basically. Yes, The, the, the way you move the steering wheel tells the wheels to move, but there is no bar connecting. That is correct. The wheel, yeah. Is that the case with the t- with the, the Teslas? The newer, with the newer ones, yeah. With the ones made in the last, I think, year and a half. That is correct. Yes. So, they, so there's no there's no direct steering connection there. No. As far as I know, there isn't. And even still, they had accounted for this long at least a year and a half ago. They had accounted that they would do this. I mean, it takes a while to make a you know this kind of thing even partially you know applicable. the The concern, of course, is that. You know, when I hear auto, when I hear self-driving car, what I think is, oh, so I can turn the seat around and jerk off and go to sleep, <laughs> and I'll wake up at my destination, <laughs> right? Like that's what I think. When I think <laughs> autopilot, like I can, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a couple of shots. Yeah. you know what I mean. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a gin and tonic. Drinking sitting and driving is no longer a thing. Yeah, who gives a shit? I could be as drunk as I want. The computer's driving. Computer can't be drunk. <laughs> Who's driving? Computer's driving. How can that be? Uh, <laughs> but this is that's not what they're saying. What they're saying is this is basically basically for this first iteration. This is basically an extension of cruise control, which is cool. It's very cool, but it ain't autopilot. Yeah, don't don't everybody get all up on their high horses. The Tesla cars are driving themselves in three months. To no, the, to they will this, shortly, probably put, in a year or two. To put this in equivalent of technology that you've made understandable to me, you you you, you talked to me when I first got the Xbox One, and I was like, oh my god, look at how good the graphics are. And you're like, yeah, the the graphics are good now, but I don't, you know, the graphics uh, that I see on a brand new video game console, like. What I want to see is what the last game is that they produce for this video game console before they move on to the next gen, when they've literally found everything that they can do with this technology that, that yeah. they've already put in it. It's kind of that whole idea that, you, that you're saying is like they, they two years ago went, this is the uh, end game of where we see this technology going. We're going to set it up for it now with digital steering so that eventually we can get – like that's the thing is this is the – first step we're not reaching that end game yet like you're talking about where we're ready to move on to a next gen which in this case of cars would be a flying car i guess at this point but what you're saying so the mid-ground will be something that can half autopilot on the way to a full autopilot though example being uh, to to your point is that um grand theft auto 4 which came out in 2008 was released on the xbox 360 wonderful game yeah great game (laughs) But if you were to compare the graphics and gameplay to Grand Theft Auto V, holy shit, released five years later on the Xbox 360, same system. But if you compared Grand Theft Auto 4 to Grand Theft Auto V, you'd be like, holy shit. Or Assassin's Creed, the entire Assassin's Creed series took place on the Xbox 360. 
yeah, up until uh, 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 the newest one, Unity. Uh, Unity. Yeah, Black Flag versus Assassin's Creed One are they're not even in the same league. You know what I'm saying? Like they're they're totally different uh, games. Yeah, exactly. In this, in is a, a very good analogy because the the uh, the this yes, eventually the Tesla Model S, these ones that are getting the auto steering, let's suppose. Uh, probably, you know, it's it's possible two, three years. It's not that far off that they will become autopilot or or full autopilot kind of cars uh, because everything's electronic, because they're working out the kinks, and they'll have live data. So far, all they've got is one car or maybe three or four cars tops that they have built to exact specifications to drive on a very specific route and a very specific place and so on and so forth to test their autopilot, like full autopilot with no driver inside, much like Google Car has done or Google has done with their with their Maps cars. So eventually are we going to need that, like the same way the FAA has, you know, a, they've been working on it now. I think it's been unified, but that there's one place you can log on to see where every plane in the world is at any given time so that you can make sure that they don't crash into each other. Sure. Are we going to eventually in the next, in my lifetime, will we have a similar setup for cars? Uh, I don't know if they're less and less, I guess technically there could be a computer that would show every car in the world, but it's almost like why bother? Cause there's so many fucking cars, <laughs> but it's not difficult for, I mean, okay. Uh, I remember reading in high school, this like you know far flung article about self driving cars, and it was like okay, first they're gonna they're gonna figure out the proximity detectors, and then they're gonna figure out uh, the steering, and then they're gonna figure out their actual position using a thing called global positioning. Yeah, I remember when GPS was a fancy thing that not right. everyone had. And, and mind you, this was like nineteen ninety fucking five. 94? I mean, this is like a long time ago. So they just said global positioning. This is before even you could... I mean, maybe you could get a GPS back then. I don't know. I'd have to look it up. But it wasn't in your fucking car. No, it wasn't. And no, you, no you, one it, had it, one. It was like this handheld thing that you had to pay a bunch of money for that like campers had so they could know exactly where they were sure, if they got lost. Sure. So they were saying if they'll combine all these technologies together. And we do have. We do have proximity sensors. There's cars that can park themselves and do like parallel parking and stuff yeah. like that. You have your cameras. You have proximity detectors. We have a working GPS system. I mean, down to within five, ten feet. And in cars, of course, it's far more accurate. They have more power. They can power a better GPS system. The Tesla Model S can power you within, I think, like a uh, foot and a half or something like that. Maybe ten inches. It's something like that. Uh, so the technology exists to actually make a self-driving car. Google has proved that it is possible. Tesla is just being very cautious, and then they're not just going like, all right, everybody's got a self-driving car now, which is good because <laughs> God knows what kind of fucked-up issues might come out. So they're going like, let's cautiously output this Like little a Mitch thing. drunken man getting into his car <laughs> yeah. going, what, I thought that it was self-driving with this I, fucking I feel bad thing. for people that are like 20 years old now, 25 year olds now that are like just having kids <laughs> that are going to be the fathers that are like, you know, their daughter is like, okay, Jimmy's taking me out. We're driving to so on and so forth. And he's like, fuck. Cause you, you can fuck the whole way to the movie theater <laughs> and fuck the whole way back. 
You know what I mean? Like that's that's what I've been, I've been thinking about that for a while. Like, like I dr- I drove a Volkswagen bus in high school with a mattress in the back. Oh god! And I used to take my friends on dates, and I would just go get lost in the desert and turn. I would pull the cur- I had curtains, so I'd pull the curtains and be like, "You guys have your fun." And I got pulled over for like. You know, uh, yeah, I can see some girl's pussy out the back window. Here's a ticket. I'd be like, you're paying for the fucking pussy yeah, out yeah. the back window ticket. Uh, that's a real thing that happened. Uh, but it's not like parents knew, like, oh, she's getting taken in a fuck wagon all over the fucking the deserts of, you know, rural Phoenix. Uh, <laughs> but that's that's going to be a thing. You know what I mean? And uh, but, yes, yeah, self-driving cars are a possibility. What's interesting is, and I, you know, and unfortunately no one on the show knows, but this was uh, – I will make various predictions throughout this show. So th- this was a prediction I made in private, but I but Alex has heard it. Verify for me right now. Did I or did I not say once we have self-driving cars, it, it's a hop, skip, and a junk before it's illegal to drive your car anymore? Uh, you you did say that. Look at the the uh, the title of this article is Elon Musk says technology may revoke your driver's license. Elon Musk said, here's what's going to happen. You make the self-driving car. It'll be safe as hell. And uh, then state and local and uh, federal governments will say, you know what? This is safer than people. Fuck people. But, but I'll pose to you the same question that I posed you years ago when you said this to me, which was uh, – what do you do to the joyriders, the gearheads, the guy? Here's the thing: you, who are a computer guy, also you're you're a fan of cars. Yeah, I like a manual st- transmission. Absolutely, I'd prefer a manual over an automatic. So if, if that if this day comes where your driver's license is being revoked, uh, is not part of you upset about that? Because you, I mean, here's the thing: it's not so much driver's license revoked. I don't. I don't, that's, I don't that, like that's another. And, hold on, that's. I just want to clear this up. It's another sensationalist yeah, title. Yeah, yeah. What they really mean is there will be no. It will be illegal for humans to drive cars as opposed to computers. But that's the whole point. Is isn't there those people who actually enjoy driving? Now, here's the thing: I understand. I wish they would take away control of driving on highways. But city streets, I kind of enjoy controlling my prefer, car. I prefer the other. Actually, I prefer the latter. I'd kind of prefer <laughs> – I'd prefer to drive on highway. I mean, I look, I, I'm i not saying – I mean, this is the sort of uh, – we've gotten in this discussion before. Hold on. Let me just check the time here. All right. We, we could do this in 15 minutes. All right. This is part of the technological uh, progress and things. And this is interesting because – I do think I've, I've talked about this on on Gray Hearted is is the the gaining of one's freedom uh, means almost by definition the loss of someone else's freedom. Yeah, yeah. For instance, uh, the freedom to walk in a gun free city removes the freedom for you to carry a gun in that city. Yes. Okay. It, it just as a as an example, everyone can go. Oh, I get what you're saying. And now there are certain laws and rights that we're fine with taking away because it's better for the greater good. For instance, your freedom to have sex with literally any woman you see uh, flies in the face of a woman's right. Hey, why are you painting that right on me? Why, why, why are you I don't me? mean you. I mean the editorial you. Okay. <laughs> okay. A, a one's right to have sex with literally any woman they see yeah, okay. uh, infringes on a woman's right. Or man's right or a person's right is to what I should no. have said to say, I don't want to have sex with you. 
Okay, yeah, yeah. Right. I, I get what you're saying. So exactly. we say you, uh, as the person who's being sexed upon, have the right to choose who has sex with you. And if someone else tries to make the decision for you, we call that rape and we put that person in jail. Theoretically, I know we're not going to get into a whole discussion about the, the, the fucked up uh, yeah, system no. of, of proving and whatnot. That's a different Although, show entirely. I'll show you more about it off air, but Darren Sharp is going to be serving 20 years. Happy about that. All right. Uh, it's a, it must be a sports thing. But uh, uh, so in this scenario, your right to control your car and go zero to 60 in 2.3 in a Lamborghini Aventador. Uh, uh, don't get me hard on yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm trying. Uh, <laughs> your right to do that flies in the face of my right to make sure that your fucking supercar doesn't blow up into my Prius. I don't have a Prius. My <laughs> shitty Volkswagen Jetta at 243 miles per hour. Like, in in order for me to know that you're not going to kill anyone in that fucking beast of a machine that I fucking want to have sex with, <laughs> uh, I need... I, I, I want a computer controlling that. So do we do we limit the rights of of... Those people, those gearheads, those speed freaks, et cetera, et cetera, so that everyone is safer. And the I think the prevailing argument would be like, yes. And what's funny is that's always a scenario except for in gun control. And that was the uh, that was the gun law that Australia provided. And I think yeah. that when it comes to gun control, as an interesting uh, uh, side note, really more about technology is I think that um, – there are sort of two different countries. We have a rural America and we have an urban America. And I think that if you oh, absolutely. took – if I go into – you know, I've been in urban America. I have a brother who built his own house in Mississippi, like built it with his bare hands. I don't mean like he fucking hired a contractor. I'm saying built a goddamn uh, house. I've been on my girlfriend's family's property down in Arkansas. I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, like we're talking urban. Now, I walk – like or suburban. I, <laughs> I slept in a – I I I'm sorry. It meant urban. What did I say? I meant rural. I slept in a – I slept in, in, in a bedroom there at my brother's house. Uh, where there were three shotguns in the closet, not locked in a box, just in the closet, and then two hanging on the wall. And he's like, yes, there are five guns in every room in the house. Oh, and I was like, that means there's two I don't had, know about. Yeah, right? Well, no, because there was two on the wall and three oh, in the okay, closet. Okay, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So, uh, and I was like, well, that's kind of, all right. But was I afraid? No. And frankly... He, everyone in that area uh, greatly assumes you're packing or you know where to pack. You got 10 at home or 15, whatever the fuck it is. And you're in rural fucking Mississippi. If you go out your front door and pop off a shotgun or shoot off a gun, uh, shoot off a 9 millimeter, whatever the hell, you're not hitting anything but lake water and a tree. And your neighbor doesn't even hear it. Yeah. Meanwhile, I've lived in Hollywood. If you shot, If I shot a gun through my roof... I, I have a very good chance of going through every floor in the entire goddamn complex. Or if I shoot, certainly if I shoot it straight through the wall, it's going through six apartments. And I might hit somebody in the head. I'll definitely break some windows. I'll break a shower. I'll fucking fuck everything up. And so uh, you go like, okay, well, in the city, maybe maybe not a lot of guns. But in, you know, rural fucking Mississippi, Tennessee, Ar Alabama, Arkansas, whatever the fuck... Well, you don't have anybody around you for 20 miles in every goddamn direction. Fine. Have all the guns you want. 
you're shooting for food, blah, blah. But like you're in the city. What are you going to do with so it? So you're saying you're shooting people. You're saying so. treat this autopilot car thing the same way that we should theoretically be treating gun control, which is based on the area that it's in. I think, uh, yeah. In a, what I, I, I was really so theoretically, uh, I, I'm it, saying that that I think that the individual right to be a speed freak. I think what will happen is we'll set up playgrounds for that. Well, let, yeah, let me clarify. So okay. theoretically, every you have to have a, uh, an amount of time where you're like, okay, every car between this time and this time, either it has to be equipped with. Uh, this auto, I think they'll retro, retrofit this, this yeah. auto drive technology, or you need to go and attach the technology to make it auto drive technology. Yeah, retrofit. Yeah, and then what we'll do is we'll say there are certain areas, like the same uh, the demolition man theory. Like we'll have certain areas where you can say manual drive or self drive. I think they called it in demolition man. Sure, where the steering wheel will be handed over to you, but those are only in designated areas where you're allowed to self drive. I think that'll be the case. And those will basically in your mind not so much be residential areas but playground areas. Yeah, I said I I suspect that'll be the case because I think that uh, you know, look, the thing is what would uh, we would have no traffic if every car was automated, I, I, I tomorrow, agree completely. Yeah, you you could you could drive every car at ninety five miles an hour, within ten feet of each other, because every car would know oh, closer what closer than that. Yeah, every car would know what every other car is going to do before it does it. You could talk to the ten cars around you and go, "Hey, I'm about to take a left. I'm about to take a right." I'm but isn't that, that the, isn't that that theoretical uh, database that I'm talking about, where you have one website that shows you? The location of at least all the cars that are close to you. I theoretically, and where they are, yeah, what that would be, doing that would be theoretically possible, and that would be you know in some kind of dystopian future. If you're if you're worried about the privacy of somebody knowing where every car is, yes, but you know, I'm not because here's data, the thing: like you know. with with something like that, when there's a bunch of cars heading on a freeway, if they're all controlled by a computer, there'd have to be a computer going, okay. All these cars that are going further, I'm going to pack them to the left. All these cars that are getting off sooner, I'm going to put them on the right so they can get off easier. There, there does need to be a program to it that in some way, like we're talking about, takes a little bit – like the freedom of us being the only ones knowing of where we're going. Like that, that – No, but you wouldn't actually – Whether you consider that a freedom or not, that you'll have to tell the computer, quote – I'm using big air quotes with my yeah, fingers. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. You'll have to tell the computer – where you're going? Yes, you would, and uh, uh, but I th- I don't you don't wouldn't need a central computer for that because with every computer with every car having proximity detection, the moment so, the car in so front you're of you, it'll be the same as like this. The, what we were talking about a lot earlier with the Google thing about the private image or the private searching is that the level of things that someone uh, that even a power user would have to go through in order to find out what one user was doing and where they were going and all their locations, the level that they'd have to go through. You're saying that would be. Re- Ridiculously heavy. That same hundreds of thousands of millions yeah. of levels. But I mean, you, you, I mean, technically, it's not like every car sold in the last at least ten years. Not every car, but a vast majority of cars sold in the last ten years, and just about every fucking car in the last five years, and certainly every cell phone sold in the last five years has GPS trackers on it already. So, so if that's your concern, tracked. if if that's your concern, you're already you've, you're already on that. You know. Uh, what I'm saying is that, like, you wouldn't need necessarily a central computer because, like, if you've got proximity detectors, I'm in a car, I'm going 95 miles an hour, and I'm five feet behind the car in front of me, and I go, 
uh, yeah, I'm going to fucking Target, uh, you know, picking up some Pampers or whatever the hell. And then on the way there, I'm like, oh, fuck, I got to go to the bank first. Hold on. Uh, go to the bank first. And the car's like, uh, the bank's up on two exits, or it's coming up in an exit and a half, like a mile and a half. And it starts to go like veer, let's say. It makes some kind of indication, maybe even talks to another car, whatever the hell. The car that I need to get in front of is going to slow down, and every car behind it is also going to slow down in unison. Let me get in there. Which would technically, in other scenarios, create a traffic jam, but this won't because I get in there. Now we're all going 95. Now here's the exit. You know, I'm slowing down. I get off the exit. Now I'm not part of that flow anymore. That's what I'm saying. So you wouldn't actually, you don't need a central computer for that. You would just need every car to react to every car around it, which we're not far off. I'm not saying we could do it tomorrow, but we could easily do it. The, the, the difficult the, – the unfortunate in, in part my, about this in my, is – I'm just asking. In my lifetime, yes or no, in my lifetime, will the drunk driving ticket be a thing of the past? I, I don't know what they're going to do with that law. It seems like they should throw that out. If, if everything's self-driving, then I would say, yes, that would be a drunk – that would be a thing of the past. Is your question, will in your lifetime uh, it be – damn near illegal to drive yourself down the road? I think yes. Oh, so you think in, in our lifetime... Absolutely. I will not... There will be a time... I think by the time I'm 50, I will not be allowed to drive a car anymore. Oh, and I'm 36 right now. So 14 years. Yeah, I, I think so. That's my guess. I would say 14 years is a long time, technologically speaking. Uh, even Apple is, you know, there's a lot of Apple poached a bunch of Tesla engineers to build a, a self-driving car, or that's the rumor. Google is definitely doing it. They've announced it. They've they've uh, already yeah, made yeah. them. They've well, already yeah, they've shown Go- prototypes yeah, and G- shit. Google showed it in uh, that movie, The Internship, with uh, Vince Vaughn. They showed their self-driving car driving around the Google campus. It's kind of like no, yeah, but I'm saying like Google is Google. I know they made. I mean, they've they've been they have not been shy about like we have Google Maps cars that drive themselves. But I'm saying they're, they, they have shown prototypes in recent months of an actual consumer self-driving car. Oh, wow. Yeah, like that they intend to sell to the public. Tesla is, of course, building in their autopilot stuff. And a lot of companies, your Mercedes, BMW, et cetera, et cetera, are making all-electric vehicles that come with the ability to do software upgrades for I want to say it was Mercedes, not Lexus, who had the, uh, the electronics. Because I know I've driven one of those cars, and I even remember – Holding the wheel, and I was like, "This is kind of weird." I, there's that- a, yeah, there's there's a, a Mercedes would be the type that would do that. I know for a fact, in, Infinity has that right now. Like the Q50 does has digital steering, but I'm saying like this is to some degree retrofitting or getting prepared to retrofit for autopilot. And I think that yeah, I think that the the difficult part about the whole thing is that. You're not only going to have the sticks in the mud that are like, I want nobody driving me around, man. And then on top of it, how do you deal with the literally tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions, but certainly in this country, tens of millions of people who uh, don't buy a new car every 10, 15 years and or don't have the money to retrofit their cars? You can't make a poor person – and I don't mean poor like they they're homeless. I'm saying someone of who's not in the you know who's not in the position to buy a new car or retrofit their car. Yeah, but realistically, out of curiosity, I mean, ha- it's very difficult. To, well, but uh, to, well, but I'm asking though, you, you theoretically, sub- if we're talking about in a, in 15 years down the road, uh, 
you know, I I've watched people remote control f- fully uh, full size cars. I've watched people do yeah, it on MythBusters and shit. Yeah, they yeah, do it all the yeah, time. They, yeah, they, yeah. they do that shit on MythBusters all the time. I, I've been lucky enough to go down to their studio once in my life oh, uh, nice. up in San Francisco. But uh, but even there, uh, is it theoretical though that fifteen years down the road that we can go listen? If you can't afford to do it, we will subsidize. So that you can't afford to do it because we're that's gonna, what they'd have to do because we're going to make it illegal to drive without it. So let's make. I mean, is there is there something theoretical in the next fifteen years that you would see as someone who knows something about technology that we're like, no, no, no. There's a system that we'll be able to plug into ninety five percent of older cars to make them workable. Well, I think that I I think that probably okay. My prediction, if I'm going to put a timeline. I, Fifteen years might be a little too soon, but <laughs> but I I still feel like it's doable. Uh, my prediction will be this: you'll have in the next five years, you will everyone who's listened to this episode in the next five years, you will at some point in the next five years see a car drive itself. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, you will sit probably very high odds. I'm gonna put. 85% odds that you will sit in a car that drives itself in the next oh, five wow. years. Um, whether it's your own car or a friend's car or an Uber or a Lyft. Because oh, if you don't think they want to fucking automate this shit, yeah. you are crazy. Uber would fucking replace humans in a heartbeat. Save the money Believe for me, they'd, they'd rather kill the driver and just have the car drive. Uber, goddamn assholes. But... Um, that's a that, whole other that's, episode. That's the future of you know those. That's the future of Uber and Lyft is self driving cars. They don't want humans doing this. Well, shit. you've that's told me you've told me many a times you think that it's going to be some trucking company that'll be the first one to do. No, I no, I didn't automated. say no. I just said I said I can't believe they haven't or done like, that. You, yet. Yeah, yeah, you said like FedEx. You can't believe the FedEx or has an automated. Walmart driver. would be a good one because Walmart gets sued for fucking being assholes and making the drivers drive these. 30-hour shifts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? That was the one that you And used, you think, yeah. like, I know Walmart doesn't give a shit about humans. Why don't they replace them with fucking computers? <laughs> Obviously, you know, they, whatever. Um, what I'm saying is, so, okay, let's say that's that's within the next five years for certain. Uh, I'm just putting for certain on there because fuck it. And I think that... The, Theoretical for certain. Well, no, I, I, I say for certain. Okay. It's a prediction. It's a prediction. All right. I can say for certain as a prediction. Put, this, put, you know the, put the Mitch stamp on it. Yeah. What I, uh, in the next 10 years, there will definitely, without a doubt, in the next 10 years, there will be five to 10 companies that their sole purpose for existing is retrofitting cars for autopilot. Guarantee fucking to you that. Okay. Right. Uh, within the next 10 years, certainly, 100% certain, uh, because Google has worked on their prototypes and stuff like that, Google et al. Uh, will serve to make these autopilot cars super fucking cheap. And Google, I'll bet you, because it's fucking Google and everything they do is free, I'll bet you Google finds a way to make deals with, let's say, Spotify and uh, Amazon and uh, uh, various TV providers to give you entertainment in the car with advertisements that they can sell to you and you pay $30 a month for a Google car or something like that, some small amount, if that, maybe even free, where they go, you can have the Google car for free 
for just five listen, years. Just listen to these, just listen to but, these advertisements. Yeah, but every 10 minutes, doesn't matter if you listen to the radio or not, we're going to blare a fucking advertisement. Or we're going to put an advertisement on the screen or fill all the windshields with advertisements or something like that where it's like, you'll see fucking ads. You're going to hear fucking ads. This is how they'll get to those people. I, I just about guarantee so you. So beca- it becomes the minority report world, whereas you just walk into a place and like, oh, hey, Bill, you like those khakis we got you the other day? Uh, that kind of world? Uh, I think Black Mirror, but yeah, probably yeah, similar yeah, yeah. to that. Uh, so you got to see Black Mirror. But yes, I think that is how that you, your Google will sell people on their cheap autopilot car. It will not be a lot of Fritz and Glamour and shit like this. They probably will have an upgraded Fritz and Glamour fucking holy shit car. See, I know you're but one I of those think guys. They will, I, I suspect they will have a consumer version of their car. That is ad supported, not necessarily entirely. It's entirely possible that it'll be partially ad supported, but I think by and large it will be ad supported. And that will be how people will be able to get those self driving cars. This way, I someone of lower people, income can get into one of those. Yeah, I, I always wonder if people will hate that. Because I, I know you, you're, you're a per, you usually hate advertisements. You hate someone telling you you have to listen to something. No, no, I don't hate advertisements. But, well, uh, I guess because I, I don't really like don't. people making choices for for like what goes in my eye hole, my ear hole. Like well, I don't listen to the radio because it's like I, they're not going to play what I want to hear right now. Well, I mean that is, kind but of I don't a, mind. But if, I guess that's my if whole what thing I want to hear right like, now gets me a, a as radio someone who ad. works in entertainment. Like I love advertisement because advertisement is what pays my bills. Right, right. Uh, and I mean, uh, look, so. I, I I subscribe to Hulu. I pay for Hulu Plus, and you'll never hear me complain that God damn it, I hate pay for Hulu Plus, and I wish I didn't have to see advertisements, even though that's what I thought I was paying for. But like once I got an ad, I was like, I guess that makes sense because they're showing shit like immediately. As opposed to Netflix, which is like, you know, eight months behind. Like, I just got an alert today that Mad Men season, season seven is on Netflix. I'm like, okay, that, make, that makes like, sense. I think, I'm like, didn't that end a year ago? Like, yeah, I, yeah. I haven't seen it, so I'm, I'm excited. But still, I don't, I don't mind advertisements. I just don't like people telling me, like, these are the things you're going to watch. Like, if you locked my remote control on my TV, I'd be like, fucking assholes. You know I mean? <laughs> but I don't mind, like, you know, I watch I watch stuff on Hulu Plus all the time because I want to see a given show. And they're like, okay, every 15 minutes or every 12 minutes, whatever the fuck it is, we're going to show you 12 seconds of our time. I, actually, like, I've been watching Bob's Burgers. I've been catching up on that recently. And each episode is a half hour. And there are a total, if you include the intro, four commercial breaks. So that's... Uh, about every 10 minutes, right? Yeah, about every 10 minutes. So there's like the first one and then 10 minutes and then the second one at, at 20 minutes and then the final one just before it ends. And I'm like, that's fine. It's cool. Like it's it's 30 seconds out of my life. I don't care. No big deal. But I couldn't sit and watch like network TV. Would, would it be the same thing though? If Would you feel the same way if it's your drive to work and you're getting those? Um. Uh, well, that's just it. Uh, I think as as these things go, that would be for the people who can't afford a full. I would I would aim for, to to pay. <laughs> anytime that somebody goes, hey, listen, we'll give you not anytime, but a lot of times somebody goes, hey, there's ads, or you can pay and not see ads. By and large, I pay to not see ads. OkCupid okay yeah. is a perfect example. I pay monthly to not see ads on OkCupid. Okay I get a lot of other cool things with it which is why you'd pay for the upgraded not free model car, but I also don't see ads. And so there's a lot of sites like that where I'll pay and I don't see ads because I pay. And, uh, you know, if Facebook had an option for that, I'd I'd (laughs) fucking pay them, but they don't have that option. Uh, So that would be another example where I would probably pay to make sure I didn't see the ads. However, 
Um, I have I have the you know when I bought a Kindle, I bought the ad supported Kindle because they show an ad on the blank screen when you're not using it, and I'm like, that's fine. It's not in the way of my reading. It's just on the screen, and I don't see the screen if I'm not using it, and I don't care if they show ads. It doesn't matter to me. It's cool. Uh, and I, I saved, you know, 40 bucks or something like that on the thing. So yeah, I paid, makes, you know, sense. $72 or some shit after tax and shipping and everything else for a Kindle and cool. All right. And I got the ad supported version and I'm fucking, you know, no problems. That's, that's cool with me. And I, I, as I'm saying, I think that I, I, I think that in the next 10 years, Google will announce a car that is not saying completely free with ads, but ad supported, I think. Okay, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Right. And this way, what you're doing is, if you've got that in motion, and the government, let's say, says, "Listen, we don't want humans behind the wheel anymore. What we want is computers, and we have the technology, and it's proven itself. And there's twenty, forty, fifty million fucking autopilot cars out there." You need to get yourself into one of these autopilot cars. Otherwise, you'll get ticketed. And it'll probably take two, three years. And you'll be a small ticket and a larger ticket and a larger ticket and so on and so forth. To where you're beating, you're driving around an old jalopy. You're going to go, fuck it, I'm getting an auto-driving car. My commute's better. I don't have to pay for maintenance because everything's electronic, so there's less moving parts. The same way this country uh, a couple years ago, for anyone who remembers, did like the cash for clunkers thing. Mm -hmm. We're like, hey. Uh, we'll give you money. Just bring in your old shitty non-fuel efficient cars. Mm-hmm. We'll crush them up. We'll get you money for the car that's more appropriate for the time that you're living in. Yeah, yeah. And I think that the the people who will refuse are the people who have cars they fucking love, and that means cars that fucking cost a shit ton. And those motherfuckers will pay to go on a goddamn private playground. Okay, I get what you're saying. That's where I feel like it's not a big issue. We're not talking about, you know, taking away your guns. You know what I mean? We're saying, like, listen, better commute. You don't have to pay for... Not only you don't have to pay for maintenance, but, like, the maintenance is fucking nothing on electric cars. The benefits outweigh the negatives. Absolutely. And, you know, here you go. Brand new fucking car that you don't have to touch the steering wheel. You can jerk off on your way to work, pal. (laughs) Telling me you don't want to Is that what it's all about? Just more opportunity to jerk off. Well... I mean, it's a good way to sell it. <laughs> the smile that came across your face, I, mean, I was like, oh, man, more opportunity. To we, do, yeah, and, we bring it, and it brings full circle. No one's going to be able to sell it that way. They're all going to have to be like, you can uh, drink a coffee and read a book and buy gifts for your wife. Buy gifts for the wife. Buy gifts for the wife while you're private browsing. That's, <laughs> that's my prediction. You heard it here first on Vulgar Tech. Thank you, Alex Mandelberg. Thank you.